Support for this podcast comes from Microsoft Teams. Now there are more ways to be a team with Microsoft Teams. Bring everyone together in one space with a new virtual room. Collaborate live, drawing, sharing, and building ideas with everyone on the same page. And make sure more of your team is seen and heard with up to 49 people on screen at once. Learn more about all the newest Teams features at Microsoft.com Teams. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of 300 Seconds. I am your host, Jensen Cole, along with my good pal, Kyle Maggio. Kyle, how are we doing today? Good, man. Going to talk a little NBA action. Uh, excited to be able to do that again. Been a while, and that makes me happy. So that's all I really got. A very, a very exciting previous week of news, especially around basketball. Not so much MLB. We can get to that on another episode because seemingly we'll have plenty of time as they can't come to any sort of deal to bring baseball back. But NBA has come up with quite the interesting plan to, to come back with some playing games to get that eighth seed, and then we're going to get normal playoff bracket, one through eight, east and west. Basketball is back. By the end of July, can't wait for that to happen. We've been jonesing for it. Unfortunately, our beloved Knicks aren't in the equation, but gives them a longer offseason. They can rest up and then win the win the championship next year. So as, uh, as I say pretty much with every episode at the end, glass half full. We are very glass half full for the sport of basketball and for maybe maybe next season, the Knicks. Who knows? But, uh, but today we're going to be discussing who we think the finals matchup will be and the finals winner. Kyle, I don't have necessarily the the craziest take, given that you can throw into the variables of a couple months off. This is essentially an offseason. People are healthy. Some of the main players aren't coming back from injury on certain teams, so that isn't really thrown into the equation. But I'm interested to hear hear your take on what you think uh, playoff picture is going to look like, finals matchup, and who you think is going to going to take home the uh, take home the championship this year. So, my take at the beginning of the season was I thought the Lakers were going to win. Um, then when they came and, and had a really strong defense all year, I felt even more confident. And I'm going to tell you why I'm standing by that today. Because, you know, right before the pod, you had mentioned to me something about how LeBron had a full offseason last time without playoffs, anything, for the first time in at least a decade, right? Yeah, so, I mean, yeah since like the first year of his career. So – so there's that, right? So he's actually getting rest at a time when his body's older and needs it. And then he got a second round of rest right before the playoffs, which if you don't uh, remember a couple of years ago in Cleveland, he actually took a couple of weeks off, weeks off because of his back and just wanted to get right. Just, you know, nothing serious, just mostly rest. He came back with a vengeance, right? Just came back ready to roll, started you know, stepping on necks. It was crazy. So my point is you have a team predicated on playing – Really tough defense, both on the perimeter and at the rim, because Dwight Howard, JaVale McGee, Anthony Davis are terrorizing you. Uh, Anthony Davis has a legit case for defensive player of the year. You can play good defense and not really be in rhythm. You know, It's different when you have to worry about scoring and shooting and making sure you're in top shape to run and get those threes up and your offense is flowing and everyone's cutting at the right time and getting the timing right. That's all tough, but you can always play good defense because mostly it's reactionary. You guy moves this way, you, you move – that way, you know, you, you rotate at the right time. You help when you need to help. You hedge when you need to hedge. So, to me, the Lakers are a team of guys who always do that. I think they'll continue to do that. And I think when you have a guy who's as all-around dominant as LeBron with a defense like that, it's going to be tough, especially in a 
to me, it's going to be more of a pickup environment, right? Less, less crowds, less energy. So you got to focus on playing, you know, energy yourself with defense. So that's, that's what I'm riding with. I think that that's a really tough situation to beat the Lakers. in. That's kind of what I feel. Yeah. So I'm glad you brought up the, the different environment too. And I'll get to that as one of my last points, but I'm pretty sure that this second off season now for LeBron has made him all of a sudden, probably at least five years younger. He is the athlete of our generation. I have always advocated that it's not wise to bet against LeBron. LeBron finds a way to win. Big time players make big, make big time plays. It is, it is, imperative for people that are trying to pick who's going to win the championship this year to realize that you have to play, you have to play a seven game series. It is very difficult to beat LeBron James four times. Not only that, he has an insane supporting cast. I said before the season that Lakers are a shoe in when I think that he is just going to, he has so many reasons to want to make this his year uh, and that, he is not going to lose. You're not going to beat him four times. There is Giannis the MVP, what, whatever. LeBron James is going to win the championship. Oh, yeah, and by the way, he also has Anthony Davis and an excellent supporting cast. The team's way more well-rounded this year, obviously, than last year. He's healthy. He's five years younger than he was three months ago. And then now to your point about the empty stadiums, a way to beat LeBron is just through crowd momentum, teams getting hot in the right time if they have home crowd. Uh, you know, and, and I am totally insinuating that they're playing Milwaukee in case you haven't picked, picked up on that. But there's no home crowd now. Whether they add crowd noise or not, this is just where big-time players make big-time plays. And LeBron's the smartest basketball mind in the league. They're playing in whether it's in, in whatever bubble they're playing, empty arena, crowd, no, no seats. That way the squeaks don't drive, drive everyone who's watching on TV crazy because it's going to echo. I don't know what they're going to do with that, whether there's even going to be announcers there. I don't know. But the fact of the matter is, is this is like pickup basketball. They're going to play their sound game. LeBron's been getting along with his head coach much better this time around than some of his previous head coaches, even though it's always kind of been his team. This is the LeBron show. LeBron's going to win. The Lakers are going to win. He'll win an MVP. And AD, like you said, great case for defensive player of the year. He's going to obviously be a major role as LeBron Kind of always need a supporting player, and uh, except the time that he was on the Cavs earlier in his career. But I cannot see it, it. It's just it's one of the most obvious plays to me. It's priced in the market that way. I think Lakers to win it all is at like plus two hundred right now, which is not too appealing given that there's twenty two teams vying for that championship with this new layout. But I just can't see him losing. You got to beat him four times. It's just not happening. It really is is not happening. He's gonna play the Bucks in the finals. Lo and behold, it's not going to be, you know, everyone's trying to be like, oh, is the Chad Ochocinco, I believe, said the, the Heat are going to make the finals. There's going to be some exciting matchups and exciting series, there's no doubt. But it's going to end up being Lakers-Bucks. I really even think the Clippers match up far better against the Lakers than the Bucks do. Giannis is an unstoppable force, but I don't know if they have enough other weapons to beat, to beat LeBron four times. In fact, I know they don't. That's why I'm going with the Lakers to win it all. I'm glad we're on the same page there. But I'm honestly more even looking forward to a Lakers-Clippers matchup in the Western Conference Finals. So that'll be the exciting matchup because the Clippers are a team to be – I think the Clippers would beat the Bucs too. I don't think the Bucs are going to win, but I think the Bucs have the easiest shot to make the finals in the East. Hey, everybody. It's Elaine Welteroth, and I'm hosting a new podcast called Built to Last by American Express, where we will dive deep into the stories, history, and continued legacy of small businesses that shape American culture. Our debut season will focus on Black-owned small businesses that need our support now more than ever. In each episode, we feature the story of a Black business trailblazer that has inspired a modern Black-owned business. First up is Pinky Cole of Atlanta's food truck turned restaurant, 
Saleti Vegan. We'll also chat with Hanifa Muemba, the cutting edge designer behind the Hanifa 3D digital fashion show. Plus, we'll check in with Issa Rae, our modern day Renaissance woman. We hope that it encourages all of our listeners to support these businesses as well as the Black-owned businesses in your own communities. Tune in for these amazing stories and others on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. I would agree with that. And I'm actually, you know, the, the Bucks would be the one team that have the same, you know, a, a style similar to the Lakers where a Giannis could dominate and try to take over. If, if it really is this time to take the reins from LeBron. And, and, you know, this would be the time where, like you said, big players have big games and that would be really cool to see them go head to head. It's almost like when we wanted Kobe and LeBron all those years and never got it. Now we got the next big thing in Giannis about to take the reins, you know, LeBron kind of, you know, getting older. We know the end is nearer anyway, if he's still dominant, but it would be cool. It would be cool. But Imagine Boogie was healthy too. Like how it, insane that would be. People it, it really, it really would have been he's insane. Done, he's he's had the real unfortunate past several years with, with blemishes, you know, on and off the court, but also just the injuries. Boogie was one of the most. He was like a dominant player for a couple of years back when he was on the Kings, and even he played with AD. People forget that he played with AD on the Pelicans, and they had some pretty solid chemistry, and with Rondo. So. Obviously, he's not he's he's not in. He's not coming back, uh, to my knowledge. So out of the equation. But the matchup to be watching here with the Bucks Lakers will be Brooke Lopez, Javale McGee, or Brooke Lopez, Dwight Howard. That'll be exciting. Two big men. That yeah. uh, I mean, Brooke Lopez will probably win the matchup against both them because he's a perimeter shooter and um, very underrated scorer uh, throughout his career. Like leading leading scorer in Nets history. That's for sure. But yeah. I would but like I'm, to see. I'm excited. I'm, I'm really excited for that matchup. I'm just assuming that it's happening. I'm, I'm excited for all the matchups leading up to it. I want to see Harden and the Rockets make some noise in the West. They're not going to cut it, but I'm excited to see just him go off because he's been jonesing just to score the ball. Jokic, nearly Jokic cut out uh, Coca-Cola out of his diet, and that's why he lost weight. He did nothing else but just stop drinking three liters of soda every day. So that's why all of a sudden he's got abs. It's just it's it's hilarious seeing what some of these uh, players workout routines and diet shifts have, have been over these three months but I'm just excited for ball to come back man it's going to be so great to watch yeah it'd be it'd be great if we got Lakers Bucks uh like you said earlier with Clippers I, I I know everyone likes to make fun of the Clippers for being like the Nets West where people don't you know uh, allegedly root for them or care about them but growing up I always kind of liked the Clippers I don't know about you but there was always Corey McGetty and, and Elton Brand and Lamar Odom and Quentin Richardson yeah. on my TV and Darius Miles back in the day, and, and they were never good, right? But they always had these like, you know, Corey McGetty. They had these good guys that I, I wanted them to actually. I always rooted for those teams. I always wanted like the Kings to break through. I always wanted yep. uh, the Clippers to break through. So like seeing them finally get to a point after the Lab City era where they get you know Paul George, Kawhi, a strong defensive team. I mean, I, I would prefer the Lakers win this season, like for my own rooting interest, but I would really be almost just as happy if the Clippers won. I think that's a really cool team, a really good story. Uh, not just the individuals, but a franchise like that. That's really been a 180 they've done in the last like 15 years. So yeah, it'd be, no, it'd be, totally, it'd be good for them too. And it's, I nice agree. To see them it's, been get awesome. respect. it's been awesome just to see good basketball in LA. I mean, we have never really had, we've never had the Lakers and the Clippers both this strong as they are. You know, Clippers were good last year and Lakers weren't, but when we had Clippers and Lakers, one, two, or one, three, as strong as they are down the stretch into the season. We've never had that kind of a 
kind of basketball come out of LA at the same time. So that's super exciting. Uh, Kawhi is continuously underrated, underrated. I don't know, you know, just because of it's his like quiet personality and all that, but Kawhi, you can make an argument that he's the best player in the league and down the stretch, I would not want to face against Kawhi. Oh, and by the way, Paul George, he's pretty good at the sport of basketball too. He's been injured and underrated as well this year. And I, I think he's an all NBA player when he's healthy and going, cause he can do whatever he wants with the ball. So you so, believe, you believe in the, the legend of playoff P? Yes, I do. I wow. do. Wow. I love I Paul George, but that is a myth, my friend. Oh, I can't wait for the playoffs now. No, I think it's uh, – I blame Roy Hibbert for the, for the, for, for Paul George playoff – for Paul, Paul George playoff fumbles. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't want to put it all he on. Is li- he is living proof, living proof that all that happens – you get by in life off of your first impressions and what people think of you in the moment of something because they can carry for years. He has a couple good playoffs games with the Placers. He immediately dubs himself playoff P. Terror, not, not really at all since he's, he hasn't been good. There's been a lot of lowlights for him, right? And I, I get I like Paul George, but it's very funny to be how the playoff beat thing always comes up. And it's like, man, that was like 2014, bro. It's been, it's been a while. Been I know. A while. And, I, and again, th- but look, this is why I'm picking the Lakers. I'm not all of a sudden picking the Clippers. But I do think the Clippers will give the Lakers a bigger run for their money. I can see the Clippers maybe, you know, pushing it to seven in the Western Conference Finals against the Lakers and then Lakers kind of – uh, just winning, not handedly against the Bucks at all, uh, but they will. I think they really give the Lakers a bigger run for their money and a harder matchup. Um, the Clippers do than the Bucks, but either way, I'm not betting against LeBron James. Uh, the guy's an absolute hero. I was such a critic of him as a young kid because I was like, all right, MJ this and MJ that, and I hated that he did the powder, and I was like, Ugh. and then when he went to Miami, he was like, you know, he was the villain. But how long does he have to do what he continues to do for you to just be like, all right? I cannot bet against this man. He's just, he is one of a kind. Um, so I'm, I'm pulling for him. I am not financially invested into this, uh, into this with the NBA futures market. I was, uh, in fact, months ago, and I mean months and months ago, well over a year, I had $20 down on the Knicks before they didn't get Zion in the draft lottery. So clearly this is what, this is May of last year, April of 2019. They didn't get Zion clearly then the Zion KD Kyrie, uh, theory just never came to fruition and uh that twenty dollars i got at 16 to one could be the worst the worst bet of all time because it immediately went to about a million to one and the payout wasn't even worth it uh fortunately got voided because the nba season went to a went to (laughs) went uh just out the window with everything that went on from COVID. but I am not financially invested in uh, in these futures. I'm going to look at some lines, see if anything shifts, but it's likely not shifting until until playoffs or until basketball comes back with those those playing games prior to playoffs kicking up end of July. So we'll see. But uh, you know, if I can get anything more attractive for the Lakers, I, I I may I may pick at it. But I'm so confident in that play that you know, regardless of whether I whether I take it bet or not, I just I can't see LeBron not winning this championship. Agreed. And on that note, we will conclude this episode of the 300 Seconds Podcast. Thank you guys for joining us. As always, uh, make sure to get your bets in on LeBron and the Lakers. I actually will probably get in on this one. I I feel pretty confident. So not a ton. Always be responsible here. Don't throw a ton of money down. Uh, But I'm going to throw a little. 2025. We'll see what happens. But Read the chips. um, You know, good luck, everybody. And obviously, let us know what else you guys think. you know, on Twitter, Instagram, everywhere else. Follow us at Whistle Sports. Make sure you're giving us a five-star rating and review. Helps us stay employed, which, as always, Jensen and I appreciate. So, Very much so. Enjoy uh, being employed. It's, uh, we'll, we'll have some more basketball episodes coming yeah. up for you guys.
guys. Going to cover, uh, going to cover some different things now that sports are coming back. <laughs> Baseball is just another headache. We'll discuss that on another episode as well. But thank you everyone for tuning in. Have any questions or or, or tweet at us? Please feel free to do so. But until then, we will uh, catch you guys. Take it easy.